Welcome to the Next Level Business Podcast for entrepreneurs who are looking to take their business and wealth to the next level. guys welcome back to the next level business podcast we've got a special guest today i'm here with shane mara and uh caesar what's going on man how are you doing what is going on josh thank you for having me shane how are you doing good man thanks for coming on the show yeah definitely so i was uh recently interviewed on on caesar's podcast uh he has a great podcast uh you've been going how strong uh, how many episodes are you in right now i'm at uh 125 uh or that that have already streamed and probably another 40 that haven't that haven't come out yet yeah nice that's man. pretty amazing i can tell you we're, we're in mid-20s right now and, and that's yeah. quite a feat man to do that many shows i'm telling you come yeah back. you know what i i love it and it's, it's not only the the fact that you get to do a lot of them you get to meet so many different people get so many different ideas and just the 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 networking that goes with that which i'm pretty big on that too you know yeah i, I concur with that we, we've experienced that same thing that's that's the cool part about the show too for sure Right. So Caesar, you you have a, is your book already out or you're writing a new book? I'm writing a new book. Uh, that book is going to be coming out in about a month and a half, give and take. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, it's called, you can overcome anything uh, when you, uh, with a definite purpose. So when you have a definite purpose, you can overcome anything. Awesome. So uh, we always like to start off with the backstory. Uh, and I know you got a great one, you know, just reading more about you. Um so why don't you tell us, uh, you know, where you came from, what you had to go through, where you are today. Uh, yeah. Details about it. Yeah, definitely. So I, I was born in uh, Mexico City. Uh, and I always tell people that my story really started when I was born. Uh, and the only reason I say that is because I, I never met my biological father. Uh, I was born into just one uh, one parent, which is my mom. Uh, and I was born into a very uh, poor society. Right. We didn't have anything to show for. And. I, I tell people that my story started there because it really did, right? My mom, I mean, we were really poor. You know, it was my mom, my older brother, uh, and my grandmother. And we lived in this place that I call home, uh, which was really no more than 250 square feet, made out of uh, a sheet metal, plywood. Uh, there was no running water, no electricity, really right on top of dirt. The interesting part, though, is that we enjoyed it. That was our, you know, our, our, our reality. And, you know, again, it wasn't even our house, by the way. We were actually renting that place from somebody else. And um, it was good, though. It was our home. Uh, now, it wasn't until the age of four. I had just turned four a couple of months after I turned four. My mom decided to take her own leap of faith and decided to leave us behind. My mo- my grandmother, my older brother, myself, leave us behind in Mexico. And she came and migrated to, to, to the States. And that was, uh, you know, definitely a life-changing experience for me and a turning point because at the age of four, I had to start working to be able to provide for ourselves, right? And so I never had a childhood as you would any other kid where you go to school, you play and you do all these different things. Like, we, I didn't really have that. I didn't have the luxury. Uh, as a matter of fact, my, my, my life was, you know, you go to school, you come home, you eat whatever there is. Sometimes we didn't have anything to eat. I said we had the Mexican specialty dish, which is really a tortilla with a grain of salt. And I got to tell you, though, that's actually pretty awesome. I mean, I, I still like that now. Like, I can do that every day, and, and I'm good with it. Um, but there were times we didn't have anything to eat except that. And I will come home, eat, do my homework, and then I will go and work and, and do whatever we had to do. 
we actually uh, used to uh, sell stuff at the flea market, you know, uh, cookies, donuts, whatever. So we would actually bake that at the house and then go out and sell it. And I say that we didn't do good to good in that in that in that business <laughs> because we had to graduate. And I say we graduated from that because you know at the age of seven I started sewing clothing. So if any of you guys want to you know a, a Halloween custom, let me know. I can probably sew that for you, right? Mm-hmm. But we ended up buying our own sewing machine, and we all had our own sewing machine, and we used to do that. We used to sew for for a living. Um, and so it wasn't on the, until the age of ten that I came to the states. And, and, and again, I think the fact that I worked as a kid and, and the teachings and everything that I went through has built me to who I am now, the person that I am. And, and there's still so much for me to accomplish, right? There's been so many ups and downs, but it was that beginning that got me to where I am right now. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you were saying you were working at the age of seven, not because you wanted to, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it, it was one of those things where like that, that's, you know, I needed to do it. Otherwise, you know, we, we couldn't, you know, we couldn't provide. So it was a necessity, right? It wasn't something that I wanted to do. It was more of a necessity. That's an amazing story, man, by the way, because, you know, kids today, they're, you make them get a job, you know, 12, 13, <laughs> you make them mow the yard and they're screaming, they're crying and there you right. are. Yeah. Yeah, and help pay the bills for the whole family. That's a great right. story. Exactly. And, 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 you know, obviously I'm not saying that, hey, you know, go out and work at the age of seven. I don't condemn that. At the end of the day, though, that was my reality. Like I had to do that to be able to provide. And and I remember one time, like I wanted to go out and play with my, my friends. In Mexico, you play soccer, right? So I wanted to go out and play. And I remember my grandmother, literally, she went and pulled me with a belt. And was like, you got to get back to work. Like we, I didn't have the luxury. Like I couldn't even get out or a way to do that um and then she was tough in that sense but i also realized now seeing it back now it was like wow there were some so many lessons to 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 learn from that and the tenacity and not giving up and i've learned so much from my grandmother that i'm like that has helped me build who i am now you know yeah for sure and i can tell you man when you when you do what you did at that young of an age and the way she drove you you're probably a, a dynamite hard worker right now right I, that well, I'm, I'm definitely doing my best every single time, right? And 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 for sure, I mean, I, I I have a passion of you know not giving up for sure. You know, I I don't believe that there's any kind of, of failures. The only true failure is when you stop trying, when you when you give up and and you don't get up. Yeah. yeah. Going back to that, you know, when I came to the to the age of ten, I came to the states for the first time at the age of ten or second time, sorry, at the age of ten. And I got to tell you, that was another lesson that I've learned, right? Coming to the States, not knowing how to speak the language, uh, being really literally in a foreign country, not having any friends, um, and, and just feeling out of place. There, there was a lesson that I that I go back now and, and I realized it, and I know many people even now might be going through that uh, in, in some sort of content, is that for me, I just felt out of place. You know, I, I felt like this was not for me. And the person that I that is my dad, who uh, is my stepdad, but I see him as my dad. You know, I remember when I first came here, I actually got into it with him at the age of 10. I'm like, man, I don't I don't belong here. Like, just send me back to Mexico. I don't want to be here. And I'm glad he didn't listen. Otherwise, we, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Right. Uh, except that lesson right there is like, think about it for one second. I was afraid of being uncomfortable in this great nation. And I wanted to go back to what I was comfortable I was, I wanted to go back to being poor. I wanted to be, you know, to work. I wanted to have that lifestyle because that's what I was comfortable with. 
yet I was so afraid to be uncomfortable and for the first time not having to work, for the first time maybe having an opportunity at life, yet I was afraid of that. So is, is that saying where sometimes we hold back from doing something great because we are afraid of being uncomfortable to get to the comfortable area in our lives. And so to me, that was a, a huge lesson. And I recognized that, that, that that's what I was taking. I wanted to go back and being that person because, again, that's what I knew. I was comfortable with that. And so I, I said, you know what, what? What about we just surrender? Not surrender to give up. Just surrender to accept to recognize, to reflect and say, well, if this is going to be my new reality, I have to deal with what emerges, what do I need to do? And so within two years, I learned the language. I was, uh, I actually became a schoolboy. Back in Mexico, I was a troublemaker. Here, I became a schoolboy and I was working on, on, on my language. I was working on, on my skills. I was working on all of that. And, and throughout my, my high school years and all of that, you know, I did pretty good for myself in terms of academically, I did pretty good. Uh, and yet at the age of 16, I had another uh, I guess setback, if you want to put it that way, or maybe another lesson. I had my daughter at the age of sixteen. So just being here six years in this in this country, uh, I had my daughter at sixteen, and that was another lesson for me because I said, you know what, I'm going to make sure that my daughter does not go through the same things that I went through as a kid, where I had to work. I got to make sure that I do something to provide for her and give her the things that I didn't have, and so she became my motivation at that point. Right. And so, again, you go through life with all these ups and downs. And for me, it was like, OK, well, I got to get to work. I'm a kid having a kid. <laughs> yet I got to make the best out of it. You know. Wow, man, you had a lot of hardship growing up, man. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. And, and, and you know, even looking back again, you know, the, the biggest lessons that I think I can take from all of that is that no matter how hard it is, it's not what you're going through. It's how you react to those different circumstances in your life, right? And so for me, I said, well, I need to take care of my daughter. I need to continue to educate myself. I went to school. I got my associate's degree in computer networking. Uh, even though at that point, though, I was still going through some challenges, uh, not having really or growing up with a, a male figure. And I'm not saying that that's the you know, the, 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 the reason for it, yet I kind of allude some to that is I had a really bad temper. You talk to me now, you don't see that back then I was a very angry person. Um, my, I had a very short fuse. You will say something to me. I will, I will backfire immediately with a response or with actions. And so that led me to my next hurdle, my next obstacle, right? My very first book is you can overcome anything, even when the world says no. And it's a memoir of my life because I went through so many different things from being poor, from having a kid at 16. And then my next big obstacle is I had a very short fuse that I got into an, an argument, a fight with my daughter's mom that led me to pretty much beating her up and land me in jail at the age of 22. And I went, went back to this and I'm like, this is not who I am. I cannot be this person. This is not my reality. This cannot be my life. Yet at that moment, I wasn't thinking. I was not really uh, analyzing. I didn't take the time to reflect on my attitude or whatever I was going through that led me to jail, which at that point, I'm like, crap, I'm going to lose everything. I'm going to lose seeing my daughter. I'm going to break up on this relationship. I might lose my job. I lost my integrity. What are people going to think of me? There were so many things going on. And, uh, you know, after coming out of, out of jail, my, my, my daughter's mom ended up uh, dropping the charges. Thank God she did. Otherwise I would have been locked up for, I don't know how many months or years for that, for those actions. And I said, you know what, 
I got another chance at life. I, I cannot be this. And sure enough, I lost, you know, we ended up breaking up. My daughter ended up obviously moving uh, with her and I was, I was having her part time. And I said, you know what? I, I got to get my, my crap together. Uh, and I went back and I got my, my bachelor's degree. I continued to work on myself. And then at 20, uh, 25, I bought my first property. 26 bought a second property. 27 bought another property. So I, I started building my, my real estate portfolio. It was that tenacity. And then the housing market hit. And and that took a dump. And I went with it. I lost all my properties. I foreclosed on all of them because I was not fully educated. I was not getting any mentorship. I was not talking to anybody. I wanted to do everything myself. And so I gave up on real estate for, for a couple of uh, years. And then I, I realized that, you know what, my, my job is to go back and get a master's degree because that's what I know what to do is be educated and then move up on the corporate ladder. And so I did. I got my, my MBA. I went uh, and was doing pretty good at corporate America. I had a really good job. I was traveling all over the place, uh, you know, not only in the U.S., but internationally. Uh, and uh, I was making, you know, well over six figures. And something hit me. And I'm like, you know what? This is not it. There's There's got to be more for me. There's got to be a bigger purpose. And I believe that people that are watching this, that people that are listening to this, if you're watching this and you're listening to this, do know that whatever you believe in, whether it's God or the universe, the fact that you're doing and listening to this right now, that means that that greater power is not over with you. You have a bigger purpose in this life. And for me, I felt like there's a bigger purpose. And it took me back to when I was a kid. It took me back to what, I, what, what I, how I grew up and everything that I went through in my life. And I said, you know what? I'm here to inspire people. I'm here to motivate people. I'm here to empower people. And I'm going to take my own leap of faith. And I left my corporate job to follow a, a dream and follow this, this journey of being an entrepreneur. Let me tell you, though, that was very hard. It took me seven months to actually quit my job. Like the day that I said I'm going to quit and give my two weeks notice, I didn't do it. I got cold feet. And it took me seven months. It cost me relationships. It cost me many different things. Yet I finally did it. And, and I'm like, okay, now what? Like, l Let's start on this, right? And so uh, I, I realized that, again, going through all of that, there's so many different lessons. And it's the, the, the idea of you wanting to actually uh, do something and move forward in your life. Man, you're inspiring me, bro. <laughs> <That's a great laughs> it's the perfect title for that first book, man, because you, you overcame a lot. Yeah, yeah. Man, it, what a story. Man, th thanks, and 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 I and I gotta tell you, I mean, it, it hasn't been easy, as you guys know, right? Being in this journey is not an easy journey, uh, and I think what comes down to that is go back to what is your purpose? What what are you here for, right? And and again, for me, working in corporate America, I thought that that's what I wanted to do. And again, I'm not knocking no nine to five. I love my job; it was a good job. Yet I realized though, if I want to impact more people, and if I want to give people the opportunity or or at least the hope of being able to do something bigger in their life, then I can only reach X amount of people through corporate America. Let me do something more because it would have been nice for me to have somebody at my, when I was seven or when I was four, when I was working to say, you know what, you're going to make it, you're going to make it there, here. Here's a little bit of hope and faith. And so for me, it was like, that's my purpose. That's where I want to be. And that's what I want to do. How long ago did you leave that corporate job? Uh, it's been about 40 years now, three to four years. Yeah. Well, let's fast forward to today. You're a busy man, bro. You got a lot going on. You, <laughs> yeah. you write books. You got a podcast. You got a consulting company, you know, where you, you coach, you know, yep. other folks. 
that's a lot of stuff going on, man. How do you bounce all of that? Yeah. And, and you know what? It, what's interesting is that when I left my corporate job, I had gotten back into real estate about two years prior to leaving my corporate job. So I got back into real estate. I'm like, you know what? Let me try this again. Uh, by the way, from the time that I that I got locked up to to my real estate, I did a couple of things. I started doing computer networking and I was selling computers. I tried different ideas that didn't go too good. Then I started this company, uh, uh, maintenance company, you know, cleaning offices and all that stuff. That didn't work out too good. Um, and then finally, I got back into real estate. When I left my corporate job, I said, you know what? Let me just focus 100% on real estate. And I talk about this in my book. I feel like during that time, though, I was also going through a transformation phase. I was going through what I consider to be my dark stages, not because I was in a, in a dark place where I was, you know, in drugs or doing any of that. It's just in my mind, I was in a dark place in terms of just transforming myself, finding myself again, um, being the fact that I took this leap of faith, like I needed to really find myself. And so with that, I made a lot of changes in my life. Part of those changes were I started to associate myself with different types of people, going to networking events, um, meeting people, doing a lot of those things, right? Um, the second thing that uh, I ended up doing is I ended up uh, cutting off some habits that were not good habits, right? And and for me, it was really reading. The last time I read something, by the way, was back in high school. And I only did that because that was a uh, requirement by my English teacher. I didn't like to read, but I wanted to educate myself and start reading more um, more stuff. Listening to podcasts like this, you know, people that have an inspiring story, uh, you know, just really look, working on my mind. And so I went through all these changes. While I was going through all those changes, I found other things that were of an interest. So now real estate was one of them. And then other things came about, right? Just being in these networking events. Uh, one of the first things that came about was writing a book. And I said, well, uh, here's another lesson that I've learned. I think uh, at that moment, it's like, yeah, this sounds like a good idea if I can write a book. Except the lesson that I learned is that I talked myself into not writing the book to begin with. So how many times do we go through life and we have this business idea, we have this boyfriend or girlfriend or that we want to you know, approach or we want to do something with our lives or, hey, I want to lose weight. And then you talk yourself out of doing that because there's so many things going in your head, Right. And that's what, for me, that was that. I talked myself in, you know, out of doing it. There's an African proverb that says, if there's no enemy within that can do you no harm, there's no enemy outside that can do you no harm. Yet you got to work on your mind, right? And so I was telling myself, Caesar, you're not a writer. No one's going to want to buy your book. Who are you kidding? Like, just get this idea out of, out of, out of your head. And I talked myself out of it. It wasn't until like two months after the fact that I came back to it. I'm like, you know what? What about if I change the frame? What about if I change the way I see it? What about if I do this for a self-accomplishment? What about if I do this so that I, that my daughter can have something to look back and say, you know what? I'm proud of my dad. Like it leaves something behind. When I changed the way I saw it and that and the framing of that, and this could be in anything in our lives, right? When you start seeing like, what if I would do want to do this business because there's an opportunity. Like you change the, the way you're looking at it you'd be amazed what you're going to be able to do. When I changed that frame, I started writing my book and I finished my book two weeks prior to me actually uh, being able to publish that. The lesson from that came for me came that, you know what? Uh, you can do whatever you want. You got to just look at it from a different lens. Number two, 
you don't know who's going to resonate with that message. And I'm glad I did. And so that that's where my book idea came about. And then from there, my podcast grew. And I'm like, well, what about if I can network with more people and have more of that? Then from that, I have a book series that came about and, and my consulting business. So all of that just came into place based on me networking and being around different people and looking at the different ideas and the possibilities. And, you know, that's the great lie that, you know, that the enemy tells us, you know, that you're not good enough, that you can't do that. Nobody's going to read your book. Why are you bothering with that? And I got the same enemy telling me the same stuff, man. So right, uh, that's just, but when you press through that, right, like you press through that and on the other side, look what happened. Right. Yeah. All yeah. the doors started opening up and yeah. that's just what life is all about. So that's just yeah. another word, man. So right. uh, wait, when is the book coming out? The next book is going to come out in about a month and a half. So okay. uh, I'll say middle of March. Where can people find that? Amazon. Okay. Yeah. You can just uh, uh, actually type in my name on Amazon, Cesar Arespino, and you get all my books, different books that I have published. I have yeah. seven so far. Okay. Make sure to check that out, guys, on Amazon so you can uh, learn more about Cesar and how he overcame it. Yeah. So out of all the things that you do, what do you enjoy the most? What do you get the most satisfaction out of? Man, that's that's definitely a hard one. And I'm going to tell you why. Somebody asked me, when do you take time off and when are you working? And my answer to that is I'm always working and I'm always taking time off. I think when you get to the point where you really enjoy what you're doing, it doesn't seem like work. And it comes back to like that enjoyment, right? Um, I definitely, you know, I, I definitely like the real estate side of, of, of things. Um I definitely write the the writing and 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 the podcast just because you can get to more different people and and, and reach them. Um, I, I would say they're all kind of like you know uh, head to head. You know, I enjoy a little bit of everything. Like every day, I'm either doing like before this, I was actually do, calling uh, sellers for real estate, and um, I was working on my consulting business, and I'm on a podcast, and I you know, and I did a podcast show earlier today. Like every day, I kind of do do the same thing, right? Because again, I don't see it as, as work. I see it as something that I really enjoy. Nice, man. Uh, so you currently, uh, you came to the U.S. You, um, you you had your mindset change. What what are some of the, the things that you could advise people on that are going through a tough time right now? Uh, like coronavirus, right? Like it crushed a lot of business owners. Um and, you know, people want to give up, you know, restaurants got shut down, that kind of stuff. And and you've been through it all, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what, what could you what would you tell some people? Yeah, there, there's a couple of things I would say. Number one, I, I would say go back to what is your your definite purpose? What is the one thing you're trying to accomplish? And, you know, if you were to die tomorrow, that you feel like you, you satisfied that and that that purpose. Right. Always going back to that. Um, the, the second thing I would tell tell you, and I'm not a relationship expert, but my best relationship advice for you is um, make sure that you don't cheat on your future with your past. Mm. Okay, Because a lot of times we tend to get hung up on the past. The past is uh, nearly a, a, an, ex, uh, an experience, an educational experience. There's a lot of lessons that can be extracted from that. And so I would say, you know, look at where you're at now, where do you feel like you're falling behind? evaluate like like really breathe and and just take your time to see okay 
why am I in this place? And 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 look back at those lessons, those those things you can learn from the past, but don't let those things take the best out of you, right? A lot of times we tend to allow the fear take away the opportunity, right? And and, and maybe the last thing I can leave you with is that um, the choices and the decisions that we make today will impact the quality of life that you're gonna have tomorrow. Okay. And so when you start thinking about it from that perspective, like for me, like if I would have taken that advice that I'm giving you right now, when I was 22, I would have never been in jail because those, those choices, those decisions were going to impact my, my future. Right. And so, again, being able to just breathe, analyze it, reflect, surrender to evaluate and then don't let the past take away the opportunity for the future. It's beautiful. How do people find you, Caesar? Yeah, the best way to find me, uh, you can go to uh, my website, CesarRespino.com, or you can find me at pretty much every uh, social platform. Cesar R. Espino. Well, sir, you're a true inspiration, and I mean that, man. What a great story you've shared with us, and just tons of great wisdom, man. I, I know people will be inspired by that, and great story of overcoming literally everything. I can't imagine what you've been through, but it, 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 it was the launching pad for who you are today. And it's the reason why you are so successful today. So thanks again for coming on the show, man. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, Josh. Really appreciate it. Yeah. We'll, we'll have you back for a part two. Sorry. We had to cut you off. Uh, no, you're good. Had another uh, podcast lined up, but uh, uh, here we got a comment from innocent. He said, Hey, very inspiring. Uh, that's one of our uh, members there in our, in our group. But yeah, guys, uh, make sure to check Caesar's um, books out on Amazon uh, and follow him. Check out his podcast as well. Uh, you want to tell them a little bit about your podcast? Yeah, my, my podcast is called You Can Overcome Anything Podcast Show. And the idea behind it is bringing people from all walks of life that are here to share their stories on how they overcame whatever obstacles they might have gone through, uh, through habits and or uh, mind changes. Awesome. Well, thanks again. It was really inspiring uh, to know about your story. You know, I I'm an immigrant myself, and you know, I love to hear the uh, you know the, the underdog. You know, made it big. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I really appreciate having me uh, on your show, guys. All right, hey, you're welcome. Thank you.